Fantasy Fuel is powered by Pole Sports. Get instant fantasy football advice through real-time polls by visiting polesports.com. What are you doing, Doc? I need fuel. Give me fuel, take a fly, ship me trains and out of sight. Now, here are your hosts, John Eddie Jr. and Tom Tuttle. Welcome back to week nine, man. <laughs> We're almost halfway over. It's kind of sad. It's crazy. Yeah, and fantasy fantasy football season is more than halfway over. Yes, the playoffs are upon us. They're very, very close. If you need some wins, uh, you're going to need some help. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit because... Bobby- I need help. <laughs> Bimageddon is upon us. Yes, it's terrible. This week we have six teams on by, mm-hmm. and uh, there's some good players out there. But yep. again, we'll get to that in just a little minute. But first, we have to talk about the best game of the week. Don't don't even start with what this. Ryan Fitzpatrick got the win. Golly, you're not happy about Ryan Fitzpatrick getting the win five years ago? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm a little behind the times. <laughs> Oh, man, that was terrible. So that's a terrible display. Everything about the Jets right now is terrible. And you know what? That's fine. I didn't. I don't mind losing. I just don't like watching it. I can't do it anymore. I mean, can't do it. I don't even remember if it was in the first part of the game or the end part of the game, but you said there was a couple of penalties going on. You're like, just let them play. Yeah, I mean, they're both terrible teams. Why are you calling penalties? I mean, that's just stupid. Especially when they're dumb penalties. Like I, I sent you the one. Yes. Where Fitzpatrick slid, and the guy I don't remember who it was was running in that di- general direction. Tries to lay up, and he just falls because there's nothing else he can do. And there's they nowhere call else to go. Rough, or not roughing the passer. Uh, unnecessary unnecessary roughness, roughness yes. on that. Just it's unbelievable. They called a. It said in the post that I saw helmet to helmet on Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. And oh, I saw it. There was no helmet to helmet. There was a hand to his helmet, and even that was just yeah. So I saw that. That was terrible. Oh, I could not believe such that. bad. Like, I, it almost makes football. It's, it's not good for our brand to say this. No, but it almost makes football not watchable. I just can't stand the penalties. You know, I used to get mad when there was a holding penalty on a 20-yard touchdown run by the running back. And I was like, yeah, there we go. There's a flag on the play. Now it's like we can't even get a play off because they won't let them play. Now I get a nice play, (laughs) and I explain, okay, flag's coming. There's the flag. All right, there it is. Okay, and move on. It's third and 15 now. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is is not the way we want to watch football. This is not the way – fantasy football should be done because there have been a lot of scores even that have come back this year yep. because of reviews and dumb penalties and yeah we could go on and on we just to, to cap it all off we just need to go back like 20 years <laughs> get rid of the dumb penalties and just stick with holding right that's all we yeah. need they showed uh from, I think it was from 1977, like a CBS football intro. <laughs> and everything about this intro, like most of these things were probably even penalties then, but they were like 
part of the game. It happens. Somebody getting flipped over and upended and landed <laughs> on their head and somebody getting their hand shoved up in their face mask and somebody mm-hmm. else spearing somebody with their helmet and like the entire intro for like 45 seconds was nothing but plays that would be called a flag on instantly in today's NFL. Yep. And I, I remember this wasn't all that long ago, but I mean, it, it is now, but I remember they were saying they had that segment. I don't know. Was it ESPN or something? He jacked, got, he up. got jacked up. <laughs> yep. They took we it can't off. Do the that air. no more. <sighs> Gosh. Yeah. Oh, well, so let's go from bad to worse. There are 10 teams that have finished a season one and 15. <laughs> Now, there are three teams that could still conceivably do that this year. Yes. If the Bengals beat the Dolphins in, like, week right. 14 and right. all these teams all, lose. Well, no, because the Jets do play the Dolphins. Oh, that's true. So there's only yeah. a possible of two teams that could go 1-15. Sorry. Yeah. But if the Miami Dolphins do finish at 1-15, the New York Jets will have been responsible for three of those ten teams avoiding winless seasons. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Just thought I'd throw that out I there. always like, because it wasn't the Browns. It was the Browns one of the other years that we ended up letting them beat us, and it was just, ah. Yeah. It's always us. It's always <laughs> us. It's always Always. Guys. We suck. Well, let's move on to some other crappy teams. Um, <laughs> let's start off with, well, maybe not a crappy team to start with, but apparently Adam Schefter is talking about Cam Newton. Yeah. <laughs> He's looking like he might need to find a new home next season. Yeah, there's something something going there. Something. And apparently somebody's talking about, well, I'm good with him being under center for the Bears. You know what? As much as you – I like it. I like <laughs> it. They need, they need something. Well, what happens to Trubisky? He's a backup. He's bad enough to be a backup. I know that – People see Darnold's performance. They had four interceptions two, three weeks ago, and then last week it was uh, three interceptions. This week only one, but it was still a Dolphins, so that feels like four. But I, I get that to a certain extent, but, man, Trubisky's worse. He's just worse. I don't know how you go You go from looking like a above-average quarterback, lead your team to the playoffs, miss going to the championship <laughs> game because of a, of a kicker mistake, and then – He's just Trubisky's just horrible. He's terrible. They need to change quarterbacks. They need now, to put the backup in there. Unfortunately, I didn't get to sit down and watch the entire Eagles game this week. Yeah. I had some other things I needed to take care of, but I watched the highlights mm-hmm. and I thought I was just watching because it was from like an Eagles Facebook page, and I was like, "Oh, here, cool. This will be a wrap up of the entire game's highlights for the Eagles." Well, no, it was supposed to be. For the entire game, both sides, all the highlights. But it took until like 20 (laughs) minutes into these highlights to get some bear stuff. I'm like, oh, no. They're actually trying to do both sides of this game. How many yards did they have in the first half? Oh, it was bad. It was was not double digits or something. It was something stupid. It was definitely under 100 and probably closer to like 50. No, I think it was lower than that. I'm sure it was probably. I think it was like in the teens, that. maybe the twenties. I don't remember, but and we still bad. only end up winning by eight points. <laughs> yeah, uh, we the were. The I second think half we were they just, came out and looked okay. No, they had one. They looked big okay. play, and then we let them score a couple of rushing touchdowns. That's it. Still okay. Yeah, it was not okay. <laughs> 
It was Mitch Trubisky you, well, not no, yeah. screwing up. That's mm-hmm. all it was. That's, he had nothing to do with any of it. Okay. That's okay. Oh my <laughs> god. So speaking of <laughs> that's okay, at least that's okay in my book. Chicago decided to punt <laughs> to Philadelphia from the four, Philadelphia 44-yard line on 4th and 6 with 2 minutes and 46 seconds remaining in the third. So there's still a lot of time. But their kicker's not exactly the greatest kicker in the world. I wouldn't put him out there for a 61-yarder. No. So your options are to punt or go for it. They decided to punt. Yep. They were losing 7-19. to 19. Mm-hmm. According to the surrender index of this particular stat, this punt ranks as the 98th percentile of cowardly punts of the 2019 season. Didn't we just do this last week? That was a different team. (laughs) And 97th percentile of all punts since 2009. That's unreal. I I know Peterson would have went for it if it were the Eagles in that situation. Of course, and the Jets went for it. It Almost the same type of situation last week. I don't know why you wouldn't go for it. Just, just stop. I mean, just, it is the Bears' defense, so it's not like you're giving it back to a defense that just, is just a sieve. When you're not a good offensive team, you take your chances. You don't punt it away in the <laughs> no. third quarter when you're down. Almost the fourth quarter. Yeah. It was <sighs> unreal. But we're we're going to go with less than okay now. Oh, no. <sighs> this and, is... The Eagles are having some issues. Uh, one, Deshaun Jackson is likely out for the rest of the season. Yep. Here we go. He was out for the whole season. Yeah. He's out for the we whole got season. We got one good amazing game. <laughs> game out of him, yep. and that was it. Yeah. And because of this, now the longest touchdown catch by an Eagles wide receiver in the last six games is six yards. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That needs to change. Needs I don't care. Change. I don't care who is out there. Now, that's that not saying we haven't had a touchdown catch of longer than six yards because Zach Ertz had a 25-yarder in this game. Dallas Goddard has had more. Miles Sanders has had more. But our wide receivers, right? It, I am getting shades of Donovan McNabb when we had <laughs> James Trash and Todd Stinkston on the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Todd Stinkston, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. <laughs> Not what I want. I mean, Deshaun Jackson was supposed to open things up, and they yeah. did that first game when they finally decided to put it together in the second that's half. That's why you guys should have traded for Robbie Anderson. You guys wanted a second-round pick for him. <laughs> He's not worth a second-round pick right now. Yeah, well, on a good team with a good quarterback like Wentz. Yeah, I don't know about that. That's uh, <laughs> not something that I'm looking for right now. I was hoping we were going to trade for him last year, and then we got Golden Tate, and I was like, oh, that's even better. And it wasn't better. Yeah. 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 All right. Mm-hmm. Like, OMG, it's, like, so totally the cringeworthy player <sighs> of, like, the week. <gasps> and this is almost past cringeworthy into sadness. <laughs> The Browns, they didn't have a good game again. We'll get more into that in a mm-hmm. minute. Yeah. But uh, they cut their safety, Jermaine Whitehead. Why did they cut their safety, Jermaine Whitehead? Because it's, it's, uh, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Um, after that loss, uh, he had some things to say to some fans about his abilities on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, the tweet in... In his mind, that was over the edge. 
in his mind okay. that was over the edge mm-hmm. was just a guy uh, saying Whitehead's effort tackling today is a joke. That's terrible. How yeah. could he say that? Unbelievable. That's, that's ridiculous. Do you want to know what he said in retaliation? <laughs> I got to get this get, ready. Get this. This, this is something that we haven't tried yet. Yeah, go Here ahead. Go. This is Jermaine Whitehead responding to a, about his effort tackling. Come get it in, blood made ass little boy. I'm out here with a broke hand. Don't get smoked, cracker. <laughs> so terrible. And wow. then he decided he was going to tweet out the address of the Brown Stadium mm. and also add any day of the week, cracker. <laughs> Have you not learned from Antonio Brown? Oh, things not learns. to say. Things not to say. And then, even worse, okay, you get suspended on Twitter, and you get cut. I don't know in what order these things were, but he took his talk back to the fans straight to Instagram DMs. Yep. Like, what? When you're that upset, you do anything to to shout it out. Uh, and shout it out, he did. Oh, yes. Cracker. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Why would you there. tell me? Oh, that is just bad on top of bad because, yeah. again, we're talking about the Browns and how bad are the Browns. Well, I have to actually agree with Shannon Sharp on something. Sometimes <laughs> he just I, he just rubs me the wrong way. He's too loud. He's too something. But he is dead on right here. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield's got to take the lion's share, he says. Mm-hmm. He's the QB. He keeps telling people, if you don't like the way I am, you've got to deal with it. Well, this is you, two and six. Yep. Um, I don't want to deal with that as a Browns fan, <sighs> especially when I was expecting six and two, not two and six. Yeah, a lot of people were expecting maybe four and three, five and two, somewhere in there. I, I mean, they up, they've upgraded their entire team. They, they haven't gotten seen all of it yet with Hunt. Now we're going to finally see that, but I'm sure it's not going to help. But – it does help them because I don't know if we got this on the list, but aren't they favored to win their next game? Uh, yeah. The Bills are coming to town. And the Bills are not favored to win against the Browns? The Bills are 6-2. and two. Uh, The Browns are 2-6. and six. <laughs> Buffalo yeah. is 3-0 and oh on the road. Yeah, Cleveland, 0-3 oh at home. They got to be favored then. The Browns are three-point favorites. That's at a, that's, this moment makes no sense. I don't understand. That makes who zero. Makes these. I, Vegas got this wrong. <laughs> they got this wrong. I'm telling you right now, and I, I don't don't tell me. Oh, I put a thousand dollars and yeah. lost it because of you. No, no, I'm not telling <laughs> you. But if I had the money, which I don't, because I don't have any money, but if I had the money, I would put it all, put it all on the bills. Man, it, that's insane. I know the Bills aren't, you know, some powerhouse. No, they got a good defense, and they've they've been winning games. Their defense has been letting the running backs get a little bit of the best of them lately. So Nick Chubb could be in for a good game. He can have a good game, but the rest of the team's not going to. They shouldn't be underdogs. The Bills should not be underdogs. I I know any anything can happen, but. Yeah, the Bills should not be understood. Yeah, it's not even close. It's it's a joke. So, I mean, just just to recap what the Browns are, they have 
a number one overall pick at quarterback, two all-pro wide receivers. I mean, Odell Beckham yeah. was a superstar yeah, with be. Eli Manning at quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> Eli Manning, superstar. And that's Jarvis Landry, who was a catch machine in Miami. Yep. And he was even a catch machine with Terod Taylor at quarterback. Mm-hmm. One of the league's best young pass rushers and a handful of quality veterans. And, yeah, they lost to the I Broncos. can tell you one thing. This is not a wide receiver problem. No. This is one of two things. A quarterback problem or a coaching problem? A scheme problem? That's kind of the coaching problem, yeah. I guess, aspect I'm, of it. I'm saying coaching problem. I don't think Baker Mayfield's a bad quarterback. No. I think he's bad when he has a bad system. And I think this system's just not working. They need, they, as bad as it sounds, they need to fire their coach. They lost again. They lost to a four-year preseason backup quarterback in Brandon Allen. Yeah, Brandon Allen looked like he was supposed to be out there. Mm-hmm. That's well, I ridiculous. mean, the, the key was his his hands were big enough. <laughs> he had that the stretcher hand out, the massager <laughs> to make it a little looser oh, and get man. it all around the ball. I honestly hope he takes off and becomes one of the best quarterbacks <laughs> so of all great. time. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. Well, it's not on the list, but we have to talk about it. Because I just mentioned anything can happen in the mm. NFL. Yeah, that's true. And there was something that I, I just I had a strong feeling about last week. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I had a lot to back it up with, but Green Bay was going out west. Oh, yes. And oh, yes. there's daylight savings time. Mm-hmm. Devontae Adams coming back from injury, maybe a little rusty. Who yes, knows? Sir. I don't know. But, You're crazy. Uh, You're crazy. I, I said no. something uh, along the lines of, I there's something weird going on, and I would not be shocked if the Chargers beat the Packers. Mm-hmm. You did say that, and I, I said you were crazy. Yeah. And, that's, and that's fine. I, I'm saying I don't know where this feeling is coming from, mm-hmm. but I really had a strong feeling about it. Now, I wouldn't have put money on the Chargers. Right. But I had the feeling, mm-hmm. and I said it out loud. <laughs> I've had lots of feelings, <laughs> and I've been wrong on a lot of feelings, and that's why we usually do an ESP for right, this stuff. Right, but right, you right. Just, you just said your feeling. We didn't even have the segment. No. So, and uh, I, I got a little flack from saying it last <laughs> you, week. You did. <laughs> you did. Mm-hmm. And um, I just want to say I. I, I know I didn't base it with any stats, but I was right. <laughs> you were right. <laughs> and and I, honestly, when I was, saw the first half score, I think it was like nine to nine nothing, to nothing, something like that. I was thinking, how oh, the Packers not hit have any points? Right. And then it just didn't get much better from no, there. No, at one point it, it was twenty six to three. Yeah, just. I think that's when I sent you a text. I was like, I know it's not over yet. <laughs> But can but we I talk about right. this? But I think I might have <laughs> yeah. done something this last week. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to put if that out there. If you have any more feelings, any more feelings We'll get at there all. because we're going to talk about next week's games. I'm sure there's going to be there's something There's got to be a feeling in there somewhere. I'll give you my feelings too, and Ooh. I'll be wrong. All righty then. That's fine. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's move on to some crap, uh, to some actual <laughs> decent yeah. uh, football play. And thank you because I needed both of these guys in multiple leagues to do well. 
Russell Wilson and mm. Tyler Lockett. Mm, man. They're pretty darn good this year. It's unbelievable. They were really good last year. He had a perfect yeah, passer rating yeah. to Tyler Lockett. It's not perfect last right year. now, but it's, it's, not it's a really good passer rating. But so. right now, so far, when Russell Wilson targets Tyler Lockett, he is 59 of 72. Yep. That's almost 82% completion. That's crazy. It's awesome. 767 yards, mm-hmm. six touchdowns, no interceptions. Not quite a one fifty three point or one fifty eight point three, but a one thirty eight point eight is all right too. Yeah, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and it's it's hard to say this because I think Christian McCaffrey still is the MVP of the season of but the year. He won't. But be. Russell Wilson will be <laughs> the MVP if if he, if he continues doing this. If he continues doing this, Russell Wilson has to be. Yeah. I mean, if the Seahawks make the playoffs and make any kind that's, of a run, that's the biggest thing. The Panthers aren't going to be good enough. Overall, to no. to win enough games to either make the playoffs or be successful in the playoffs, if even if they got there, right? Christian McCaffrey carries that team, but Russell Wilson manages the Seahawks, and, and that's what he, is he, more important. He can look like any type of quarterback that you're looking for. Yep. Okay. I, mean, he, I was talking to somebody at work just about Russell Wilson, saying that he is the all around quarterback. Oh yeah. Every single thing that you think about anybody. He is the guy. He can scramble. He can sit in the pocket, throw that ball perfectly. Mm-hmm. He doesn't wait too long. He gets rid of the ball quickly. He gets out of the pocket if he has to, and he'll run the ball up the field if he has to. He is better, in my opinion, than Tom Brady. And, yes, I know Tom Brady has the rings to prove that he's the best of all time, and he is the best of all time because of that. But if I had to choose a quarterback for this season – it would not be Tom Brady. It would not be Aaron Rodgers. It would be Russell Flippin' Wilson. He's done everything that he needs to do. And like you were saying, uh, if you need a rushing quarterback, bam. Oh, all of a sudden he's a rushing if, quarterback. If I flat out just needed a rushing quarterback, it would be Lamar Jackson. Yeah. But if I needed somebody who could throw the ball too, <laughs> I'm not going Lamar Jackson. Right. No. Um, Russell Wilson is just... He's something else. It's weird. Wee! Oh, something happened on Twitch. That's awesome. I think, oh, yeah, network's hosting us. So. <laughs> Yay. Right, right, right. We'll get there. And, oh, well, I don't know. Okay, moving along. Oh, yeah, Russell Wilson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So, like you were saying, he can be a game manager. Right. Like, he just does enough, and he doesn't take shots, and he doesn't make mistakes. But then... All of a sudden, you're in a shootout in the fourth quarter, and he's like, "All right, okay. let's do this." Well, that's why. That's what I mean by management. I don't because a lot of times it's a negative thing when you hear, "Well, he can manage the game." It usually means he's not a spectacular quarterback, and he's just a game manager, like how Eli Manning has been portrayed in the past, or even um, like somebody like Chad Pennington. He's a game manager. Well, Russell Wilson to me is not that type of game manager. Russell Wilson is the manager. He is in control of everything, yeah. and he can do everything when needed to. And, and we mentioned a few weeks ago, uh, all communication was out for his headset yeah, for right. an entire series, yep. and he marched him down calling every single play. So yep. Russell Wilson Sign of a great quarterback. is deserved of an MVP if he keeps going yep. up this week. And who did he get to help him along that process? <laughs> This is an interesting one. I know a lot of people think Josh Gordon is a huge thing for this team, and he's the next. He'll be the best wide receiver to replace the other guys. But right. Metcalf to me and Lockett aren't going anywhere. No, 
I think not. them two are still going to be stale. I think Metcalf still gets a lot of looks in the end zone. When Josh Gordon gets out there, it will be a three-headed monster that almost is going to be unstoppable. Here's what happens when you put Josh Gordon on the field with them. Mm-hmm. In two wide receiver sets, it'll probably still be Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. Mm-hmm. In three wide receiver sets, Josh Gordon comes on the field. But where does Tyler Lockett go? They can move him around yeah. anywhere they mm-hmm. want, in the slot, in the backfield, swings, jet sweeps, uh, anything. They got, they and Josh got, Gordon's a big guy. He's decent at blocking, so that wide receiver screen is also in play. You're not going to have Tyler Lockett block for Josh Gordon. You're going to have Josh Gordon right, block yeah. for Tyler Lockett. So, yeah, it opens up a lot of things for this team, and I think they're just going to be more successful because of it. Yep, I I have good good feelings for the Seahawks going forward, but I'm sure we'll get to that when we talk about uh, next week's games. Mm-hmm. Another quarterback that is having a majorly successful year and nobody's really saying anything because the team's not winning, Matthew Stafford. Wow, yeah, you're right. We he, talked about it last week even a little bit. We did. Stafford's being he's, – he's got numbers that you wouldn't even think about. It's crazy. He is on pace for – just under 5,000 mm-hmm. passing yards, 38 touchdowns and only 10 interceptions, and a 106 pass rating. The team only has three wins. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand. I know carry-on going down was a little bit of a blow, but it's not like he was, you know, playing out, lights out up yeah. until then. And I know point. it's it's weird to say because you think of the Packers and the Vikings as the front runners in that division, but right. because they both lost – it keeps them hanging around. They're still they're still there. Like they could still do it if they get on a little bit of a run. I don't foresee that happening, but you never know. No, I mean there's plenty of time left in the NFL season, just not plenty of time left in the fantasy. Yeah, season. it's fun to watch the Lions. Like a lot of teams, they dump it off a lot. Well, Stafford just throws the ball. Yeah, it's like watching Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> just, oh well, whatever. I'm throwing it deep, and it works for it Stafford. Works. It sure does. <laughs> Uh, another guy who's had some really good games this year. I mean, it's either a really good game or a crap game. Mm. That is Mike Evans. Mm. Yeah, it's le- he's been the last few weeks. My goodness. I know. Unbelievable. He has now nine career games with over 150 receiving yards. Mm-hmm. The Buccaneers are 1-8 and eight in those games. <laughs> so it seems like they just like to toss the ball up there when they're playing from behind, and they don't utilize Mike Evans to actually try and win the games and only come back from them. And that's yeah. that's kind of sad. You see those numbers, and you're like, how are the Buccaneers so unsuccessful when Mike Evans is putting up you know, insane right. games right. like he has? And it's, it's, it's sad to see, but... If you're not a Buccaneers fan, but you got Mike Evans on your team, you're like, I don't care, whatever. His last three games, got a, he, he has a total of what 102 points in a, PP, I mean, a regular PPR. This league? was last week nine. Uh, this is a flag league, so it's a little skewed. But yeah. 40 points and 44 the week before, and he had a buy, and then he had 23. Yeah. And then you go back to week three where he has that 46 point game. Yeah. He week. has a zero. <laughs> that's that's when everybody was like, oh no. And he started off the season sick, so he only mm-hmm. had a 4.8-point right. game here as well. But every other game has been at least 10 points, and basically he only had that one 10-point game, so every game past that was 18 or higher. And you can make the argument 
that he is the best wide receiver in fantasy football right now. Because, in fantasy football. Right, in fantasy, <laughs> fantasy football. And that is because, his, on average, he has 23.7 points per yes, game. Yes, he is average and that's, slightly under Michael Thomas. That's slightly under Michael Thomas. And if you just go by complete points, it's Tyler Lockett right now. He's got 201 points. In that league because but of yeah. punt and kick return yards. That is true. No, yeah. He is slightly is under true. Michael Thomas in the one I'm looking yeah, at. Yeah, but yeah. in this one, a straight PPR league, Tyler Lockett has not had a game under 10 points. That's that's consistent. That was Devontae Adams last yes, year. Yes, yes. And that is awesome. Although Devontae was like, he didn't have a game under 16 points last year. Mm-hmm. So that was even more impressive. But Now, I'm looking at Michael Thomas. He has... One game under sixteen points. There that's he week, is, week six. Yep, and, and that was fifteen point seven. So that's pretty darn close to sixteen points. Yeah, uh, he's doing what Devonte Adams did last year. Although yep. I don't know if he has as many touchdowns as Devonte Adams did. Yeah, probably not. Because uh, right now Michael Thomas only has four touchdowns, and two of those were in the same game. Mm-hmm. So he's getting you points every single week. He's just not giving you that. We right, had one. Amazing week. Everything else has just been, yeah, uh, 16, 20. You know, just take it. <laughs> yeah, know. whatever. Go, go, mm. go with it. Um, now I have, this should be another cringeworthy one. <laughs> it's just bad <laughs> because everybody, I forgot who he was almost until I saw this. Marquise Lee. <laughs> he had that one <laughs> awesome year. Yeah, and you thought, okay. Maybe he's this, finally on track. Right. Mm. And then he got that four-year, $38 million contract in March of 2018. That's a lot of money. There you go, yeah. putting your faith in your mm-hmm. guy. Since signing that contract. He must have went off. He's caught three balls for 18 yards. Wow, three? Three. That's a lot. That is almost wow. $13 million a catch. It's <laughs> a lot of money per catch. A lot of money per catch. Uh, so, yeah. You gotta be sure who you're signing to these That's, big, big deals. I know he's had injuries and whatnot, but he'd had injuries before then, so they knew there was a possibility yeah. mm-hmm. of that happening. Well, let us move along to week ten. Mm. We'll probably talk about some uh, other great performances in week nine, but week ten we have six teams on by, and it's. Killing me. It is killing you. Killing me. Those, I have to win this game. Those this six teams, the Broncos, okay, we're missing Philip Lindsay, Cortland Sutton in deep leagues. I'm sure somebody's had to pick up Brandon Allen, and that was an okay play this last week. Uh, other than that, mm, well, Noah Fant finally showed up for yeah, me. Right. Now that a backup quarterback is in there, Noah Fant's like, hey, I'm open, go throw it to me, because mm-hmm. Flacco was trying, but his passes to Noah Fant, from what I was able to see, were not in a position yeah. to let Fant be successful. Yeah, and I think because he's dropped a few balls, yes. it makes things look a lot worse than what it, it actually does. is. It does. So we've got the Broncos, huh? mm-hmm. then we've got the Patriots. There's a whole lot of players there that are on by. Yeah. People <laughs> still play Tom Brady. Yeah, uh, that's acceptable. James White. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sony Michelle. Mm-hmm. Philip Dorsett. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julian Edelman. Yeah, obviously. Muhammad Sanu, who played every single snap of that game last yep. night. Ten it's... catches and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Bang. 
Um, ben Watson, he was getting a few. I'm sure some yeah. people have because well, I'll talk about it a little bit too. Tight ends still suck. Yep. I yep. don't know what to do about tight ends this you year. You just. <laughs> I don't know what you do. You just if say, you don't have Austin Hooper or a couple guys, if, it's like if you don't whatever. have one of the top five guys, you might as well just not have any. Yeah, that's how it feels anyway. And speaking of tight ends, uh, Zach Ertz finally had a good weekend. Hey. He goes on by this coming week. <laughs> Philadelphia is also on by, so no Carson Wentz. Yep. No Miles Sanders. Yep. No Jordan Howard. Yep. No Elshon Jeffrey. Mm. No. Uh, Nelson Aguilar? No, no, no. There's no Deshaun Jackson. Either no, way, yeah, so. he was gone no, anyway. That's not going to No Zach Ertz and no Dallas Goddard, who has been fairly consistent in an yeah. inconsistent tight yeah. end world. Oh, yeah. So that's a lot of guys right there. Washington's on by. Um, mm. Well, AP had a good week. That's something. Yep. Terry McLaurin was doing well. <sighs> But Dwayne Haskins is his quarterback. Uh, Chris Thompson, uh, I don't even know if he's going to be on the field all the time. Uh, Wendell Smallwood, I had to play a couple of times you because play, you it play. was unbelievable. Yeah. Jacksonville's on by. Mm. So no Chark. Minshew, no DJ Chark, mm. no Chris Conley for those yeah. in deeper leagues. Uh, no D.D. Westbrook, he's been injured. Right. No Leonard Fournette. And that's a big one. That's a, that's big, a big loss one. right there. So we are running back hunting this week, and that's going to be a difficult thing to do. Yep. And the last team on by are the Houston Texans. This is a pretty sizable amount of here, too, because you got Watson, you got uh, uh, Hopkins. Mm-hmm. They are huge. Right and there. Carlos Hyde has been very He's consistent. He's been serviceable, very, very serviceable. And in a weak running back week, you're missing Duke Johnson, too. Yeah, that's Just true. another guy Actually, that I you think can't put out on the field. In PBR leagues, I think Duke may be outperforming Carlos Hyde. I don't have the numbers in front of me to say that, but I think it's close. I, I think not. they've been about even yeah. back and forth here and there. So there are your bye weeks and all of the guys missing. There are plenty. I know I'm going to be missing uh, quite a few guys, you know, with uh, Philadelphia and Houston. I've got... Those guys okay. in quite a few leagues. So but let me let me just before we down. get to the games this week, let's see who Tom is missing in one league. This is this is the big league. So I I've started all of these players. I'm going to say I've started all this last week, and basically every single week. Carlos Hyde, he's on by. That's a killer um, because Philip Lindsay is on by, and also James White. Is on by. That's my three starting running backs. And of course, I do have Kenyon Drake. That's the only running back I'm going to be starting, which luckily doesn't yes, require we only two running backs. have to have backs. one. Yep. And then I've got Julian Edelman for my wide receivers. Luckily, that's it for wide receivers. Ooh. But I got lucky. With Emmanuel Sanders. He got traded. Yes, you did. Now, now he can play. <laughs> it's not a big deal. And then you scroll down more, and it's a defensive league. I got I, I got guys on defense too that are uh, week ten, but this is going to be hard to fill the gaps for this week. If that's what I'm, when we're saying it's a terrible week for buys. It really is because <laughs> if you got Carlos Hyde, Philip Lindsay, James White, and Julian Edelman on the same team, you're in a real pickle. And I am. I'm going to have to bring up somebody from the taxi squad. Yes, you are named Hunter Renfro. Most likely, I will be doing that to put him in. Give him a nice little spot start. Maybe starting for me the rest of the year. Because he might be. 
it looks like they're going to start including him in the offense they are. more than just a couple passes here and there. And I believe you also have a couple of guys that will get some punt and kick return yards, that which in true. this league, in the deep league <clears throat> that it is, you can pick up somebody who that's all they do. I picked them up specifically yes, for this week. Exactly. I really did. Yep. So you can see how bad a bye week is. And we have like, what, three weeks left in this league? It's Because it's a 32-team yeah. league, and we have to start the playoffs a week early. So there's only three games left in this, and you need a lot of wins. I need to, <laughs> I need to basically <laughs> win the rest. And that's going to be difficult because I'm playing against two really, really good teams in my division. And you don't have a good chance of winning the division. In my case, no. I still have a no. shot at the division or a wild card. For me to win the works. division would be the luckiest thing in the fa- on the face of you because the, the division winner would have to lose the rest of his games. And if he loses the rest of his game, I don't know, his team would have to fall apart. <laughs> it would just it'd have, have to, to fall be. apart. Yep, it would have to be an Armageddon for his entire team. So let's talk about next week's games. Maybe we can find a couple of spot start guys that might actually be worth it. And we'll start with a Thursday game, Chargers at Oakland. We were just talking about Hunter Renfro, uh, and we were just talking about the Chargers beating the Packers. Um but there's not a whole lot of extra guys here. Maybe Jalen Richard this week. I know yeah. he had a few catches in the previous week. So there's one guy that you might be able to pick up if you have a and, lot of running backs on by. And because of the horrible bye weeks, maybe if it wasn't a bye week and you had all of your players, you might be considering to say, well, Keenan Allen's not really been producing. <laughs> so maybe I just consider putting somebody else in there. But – because of the bye weeks, you have to play There's him. And you're probably going to play him either way because you're just thinking, he's got to break out of this at some point. You would think. He, I mean, but at one point, Keenan Allen was like the number one guy in yeah, fantasy it was wide like receiver. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at his stats now, and since week three, he's had 9, 5, 7, 10, 12, 7. Yep. That guy you had to take in the second round to get. Yep. And he is not even close to producing at a second round. I mean, mm-hmm. he's still technically a wide receiver one, but that's only because he had like 80-some mm-hmm. points in the first three that's games. That's true. So Thursday night game, those are always, well, usually kind of ugly. Yes. We're hoping for something there. PPR League, Jalen Richard might be an option for you. I'm going Melvin Gordon, too. Uh, Melvin Gordon, yeah. if you've got him. I think him, he's starting to look back to where he was. He's at least getting the goal yeah. line looks and not yes. fumbling every time he gets down there. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So we can move on. Detroit at Chicago. Uh, Stafford's a good option. Stafford. Galladay is a great option. I like Amendola, too. I mean, it's kind of crazy you're thinking Amendola. At the beginning yeah. of the year, you were not thinking he was going to be a big part of this offense. No, Amendola has been okay um, and decent by week fill-in. Yes, absolutely. For the most part. Uh, Chicago, or is there anybody on mm. that team that you're willing to pick up for a bye week? I mean, I don't even want to play Tariq Cohen anymore. No. And we talked about that before the season started, and I still fell into the trap in a couple of leagues like, well, I need a running back. Yeah. And it's a PPR league, so I can be okay with Tariq Cohen yeah. as my running back, too. And you can't. Nope, can't do it. You can't I would consider it. Allen Robinson still. 
Well, I mean, you, he's a normal starter anyway. Right, but the problem is his last week was terrible. Well. I mean, it was just terrible. And you're thinking Trubisky is terrible. If you have another option, you might be thinking another option at yes, this point. If you have another option, this week is one of those weeks where you might not have another you option. You might not. That's true. Uh, anybody else? Obviously, Marvin Jones is going to be in yes, your lineup. got to do that. Detroit running backs. Not looking great. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't trust any of them. Any no, of them. Not really. And if you have to, you have to because it, sometimes you have to. Week 10. But if you don't have to, don't do it. I Don't wish I could say that you could stick in Mike Davis, but mm. I think that ship has sailed. No, nope, that's gone. I feel so bad for him because they brought him in as basically a one-two punch and then drafted another guy, and they're just like, yeah, go Ma- away. Montgomery's not been superb. No. So I don't understand. I, I mean, he's he was been okay. He's got, he's got his weeks that he's been great. Right. He's got his weeks that he's been not so great. <laughs> so. All right, let's move on. Uh this is an interesting one for bye week fill-ins. Mm-hmm. It's Baltimore at Cincinnati. I don't know <sighs> if AJ Green is going to be back yet, so he might be somebody out there that might not be on a roster. That's possible. And even somebody, if you need help for bye weeks, there's a possibility that Willie Sneed could get some looks against the Bengals. Yes, that's just something you got to think about. And here's the one that I was humming about uh, because last week he kind of stole a touchdown from Mark Ingram, Gus mm. Edwards. Mm. If it's Baltimore can just run all over Cincinnati like everybody else has this year, mm-hmm. Gus Edwards he's probably available. Might be a second half guy in that game, yep. and you know, fifty, sixty, eighty yards and a touchdown is realistic. Yep. The Ravens are not afraid to just pound the ball all game long. Nope. And I would imagine, obviously, you have to start Lamar Jackson. Well, I mean, of that's course, stupid yeah. if you're not going to. But um, I think pretty much the normal people that you're starting on that team, you're starting. Yes. But I'm just looking at, we're looking at the outliers like right. Sneed and uh, Gus. So. Yep. And Tyler Boyd's back. So the by the if he bye weeks mm. last week, you get him back yep. if you got him again. Ryan Finley at quarterback. It's going to be interesting. No Andy Dalton. I don't know what to expect. They're doing this on purpose. Of course. So they want to know what they it's have. Not a, it's not a, oh, Dalton's hurt, but it's not any better of a situation. <laughs> no, not if really. If they got something in Finley, then great. That's awesome. Yep. Here's one we talked about before the show started. Kansas City at Tennessee. Because even in leagues where we don't need mm-hmm. to worry about quarterbacks and bye weeks this week, because there weren't a whole lot of quarterbacks in these bye weeks that are killing you, but Ryan Tannehill has been pretty decent. He's been really good, actually. He's been scoring tw- over 25 points in each one of his starts. And I'm in a situation. I got to think about Ryan Tannehill or Josh Allen. And that's because you traded Lamar Jackson. I traded Lamar Jackson. <laughs> It was, but you did get a decent haul in return. I got guys that for I for the future. I got Mark Andrews for the future. Uh-huh. Hopefully that pans out. I'm right. starting to doubt it a little <laughs> bit. And then I got some other guys as well. I mean, Josh Allen was one of the guys on right. that too, and I really like Josh Allen. I just gotta hope that he puts it together. I, apparently they're gonna lose, so it's probably not <laughs> yeah. a good idea. To start they're underdogs, so. But yeah, this is one of those that uh, it, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Ryan Tannehill we picked up in a couple yep. of Superflex leagues. I'm like, well, 
Uh, he's been doing better than Josh Allen. Do he we has. play him? They're going to have to keep up with the Chiefs to have any kind of chance to win it this makes game. It makes it really, Patrick Mahomes might be back. It makes it very difficult for me to make that decision, and I, th- I might have to go with Tannehill just because. Right. Although there was a point last week where I was thinking Tannehill's not doing anything, and then all of a sudden they turned it on and they got some yes. points out of Tannehill and it ended up being the game. But, yeah. Tannehill's been serviceable, more than serviceable. He's been getting over 25 points every game. Now, here's our dilemma in the Dynasty Savages League. We've got Josh Allen. Yeah. We've got Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. We had Joe Flacco. He'll be going to the IR. Yeah. And we have Phillip Rivers, who has been underwhelming this year. Do we play Tannehill instead of Rivers? Rivers is in that Thursday night game that you got to make the decision way too early in the week. I don't want to do Rivers. I would like to, but I don't want to do that Thursday night games. They're always just garbage. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. So we'll be playing Tannehill and Josh Allen in the one league, and you're going to be deciding between <laughs> one of the two to hope you get the right one. Yeah, I'll just have to flip a coin maybe if it comes down to it. So as far as outliers, um, if you haven't picked up Adam Humphreys yet, yep, he's doing okay. Yep. He had another double-digit point game this week. He is a perfect bye-week Bye week fill-in. Fill-in. perfect. And yeah. this week could be one of those breakout games. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anybody on Kansas City that you're looking at, you know, like McCole Hardman or Demarcus Robinson? I mean, any of if, those guys appealing if Patrick Mahomes is back? Yeah, it's, that's what I'm going to say, only if Mahomes is back. If Mahomes isn't back, the only real guy I want on – the only two guys I'd want on that team – is Kelsey and Hill. Right. I don't even want to touch the running backs because you don't know which one is going to be. It's almost like going back to the uh, back in the uh, the Patriots are still doing that. Right, they are. (laughs) But it's like, is it going to be uh, Williams or is it going to be uh, Shady? You don't know which one is going to be, so you just kind of just just avoid it as much as I can. And a game that has both teams were on by this past week, and it hurt a lot of people. Falcons and Saints. Thank goodness yeah. we get Julio back. We yep. got Michael Thomas Michael back. Thomas. Hopefully Alvin Kamara is back to full strength. <laughs> Drew gotta... Brees is back. Matt Ryan is back. There, there's a lot coming back here. Mm-hmm. And Latavius Murray is definitely a spot start player. Yeah, Even if to. Alvin Kamara you healthy, you might have to stick mm-hmm. him in your lineup. As far as Atlanta goes, their running back situation, I'm sorry about Devonta Freeman this year. <laughs> Joe was not right about Devonta Freeman this year. And their backup is like Brian Hill and Kadri Allison. Those guys, you're not picking those guys nope, up for this week. Not doing it. And then you move along to the Battle of New Jersey. Because neither one of these are actual New York teams. Just, just putting that out there. <laughs> Jets versus Giants. It's a home game for the Jets, Yay. but it's a home game kind of for the it's, Giants as well. I, I wonder, like, they still use their own their own locker room, right? We don't just switch out locker rooms. Oh, you got to go to the crappy locker rooms. I don't know. No. They get their own <laughs> locker room. I promise you. Which means they're going to win because they have their locker room. Gonna oh, feel like fine. they're home. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Please win. And the probable game of the week that nobody is going to pay attention to, except for fantasy football purposes, because that's you've it. got Le'Veon, you've got Saquon Barkley, you've got Golden Tate, you've got Evan Ingram. 
You have Robbie Anderson. Play. More importantly <laughs> is Jameson Crowder. Yes. Uh, he's had a ton of targets. He got a touchdown. There's some of them targets that if he would have caught them, he would have had a huge day. He already had a big day. He started off like gangbusters yeah. this and last then, week. And then the last two quarters, it was like, okay, where did they go? Yeah. And if he would have continued that, he could have had a 50-point week. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that didn't happen. It did not. No. Uh, so no other people you'd recommend from those teams. I mean, maybe Darius Slayton. Yeah, there's a possibility hurting. there. Um, yeah. Rhett Ellison. Mm, no. <laughs> Chris Herndon. <laughs> if if he's on the field, yes. I mean, Ryan Griffin did fine. That's why uh, we that's... talked about it before the show. I don't think we were live yet on Twitch or anything, but <clears throat> I was telling uh, Tom here that we're like thirty-one points up in a league. And the guy's yep. only got Amari Cooper left. So yep. more than likely we'll be okay. Yeah. Somehow, some Hopefully. way I did not save the lineup <laughs> or something. I picked up Ryan Griffin off right. waivers to replace Austin Hooper. That's a great spot start. And, and he it had worked out. Six for fifty, got double digit points. I was all proud of myself and I went and I looked and Austin Hooper was still in the lineup. So we're without an extra 11 points in Which that league. would stink even more if they actually gave him the touchdown. They put it on the board, and then they reviewed <laughs> they it, and they said, it. no, he juggled it a little bit. He so a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's about it for there. Uh, this next game, man, I I think there's not going to be much defense played in it. Um, Arizona at Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much anybody on the team. Roll can, out your yeah. Kendra Drake. Kenyon Drake, folks. I'm doing it again, although I do think that Johnson's going to be back. And if he's back, I think Drake... Still worth a start this week. It's still worth a start this week. Yes. I think until um, Edmonds comes back, he's still worth a consideration. Yes, he is definitely worth consideration. This week, though, pretty much a starter. Uh, I wouldn't mind playing Kyler Murray this week if no. you had to. Yeah, if you got to, you got to. That's a good start. And Jameis Winston still has been a good fantasy it's quarterback. fantasy football. <laughs> start him. I, I should have left it up there. We had a audio soundbite from Jameis Winston earlier oh, that where was he was crazy. talking about somebody asked him. and he's, he's a glass half full. And yeah, and he's like, well. No matter how much water is in it. is always full. You know, it could be half full of water, but it's always full of air. And I was, <laughs> So is your head, James Winston. James, please don't embarrass yourself. I mean, you've already eaten the W. You've already stolen the crabs. Yeah. and all, just, mm-hmm. uh, You are not the leader that the Buccaneers deserve anymore. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if he's going to be back. Well, but I, I don't know what their solution is. The if thing is, is, I don't think he's as bad of a quarterback as some may think. I think that if he was a backup, he would be the best backup in the league. <laughs> he would. Oh, no, I, that's going to be Nick Foles no, because Gardner Minshew I honestly, is not going to relinquish I honestly it. think, no, I, depending on what team Nick Foles is on. That's true. I think I would rather have James Winston as my backup than Nick Foles. Because, well, one, Nick Foles gets hurt a lot, and I don't like that. So. Yeah, but he doesn't throw 14 million interceptions a year. That's because he was on the Eagles. And I don't know what your point is there. The Eagles are a completely different team than the Buccaneers. (laughs) Yeah, that is very true. Uh, So let's see, what else do we got there? Roll out your Ronald Jones. Yeah. He has now been called the starter. 
Yes, and that's it was key. a weird. That's key. It was a weird quote. I don't remember what it exactly was, but it was something like, "Well, Ronald Jones has been uh, pretty good lately. We're gonna have him start the game." <laughs> not that Peyton did anything bad, but I was like, "Well, that's not a ringing endorsement for Peyton Barber, and it's yeah. not a ringing endorsement for not, Ronald Jones either. It's not for either one of them. No, it's not going to be for Barber either way. No." But when you say, well, he, he's deserved it, um, well, I mean, he kind of has. <laughs> well, he's he's better than Barber, we think. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but he has been looking a little bit better as a recent and in a game where there's not going to be much defense played. I am fully supportive oh, yeah. of putting Ronald Jones If I had there. him, he'd be on my starting lineup, i tell you that. So let's move on. Miami at Indianapolis. Indianapolis could have won that game last week. Adam Vinatieri shanked. <laughs> the first thing I thought of. Oh, my goodness. Okay, and I know that he shanked it so bad that it doesn't matter. But the first, I don't know if you saw this, the first thing I thought of, because I'm a huge Ace Ventura fan. Oh, of course. Laces, <laughs> Laces out. out. <laughs> that was terrible. Who was holding that ball? I don't know what that was. I couldn't believe it when I saw the replay. He didn't even try to get it out of the way. No. You don't kick the laces? I don't know. No, there's no way. There's no way that that ball was shanked that badly because of the laces. You wouldn't think so. It would ha- no. No. <laughs> that was I've never seen him kick a ball that bad. Adam Vinatieri kick a ball that poorly? The very beginning of this year he had a couple of bad ones, but not that bad. That was bad. Didn't he just have a game winner two weeks I ago? I believe he did. Yeah. yeah. So Interesting. Weird. Um, <laughs> and they also didn't win because they didn't have their starting quarterback. And I know that Hoyer has done it in the past, <sighs> but he is not a starter. He's not. He's not a starter. Brian Hoyer is not the answer. i tell you what I did. Mm. Um, I was watching Red Zone, and then I heard that Brissett got hurt. And I was like, whoop, going to the flag league right now, picking <laughs> right. up picking up Andrew Luck. You never know. <laughs> That's just wanted true. to make sure. I saw you pick him up. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot that uh, they <laughs> dropped him you know, due to retirement and finally got their salary back right. for him. Not that it was a lot of salary, but, yeah. So Miami at Indianapolis, and Indianapolis was a little underwhelming this week. They had a chance to win the game. Brian yep. Hoyer did his thing. Yeah. But uh, who, looks like Paris Campbell is hurt. Mm. Um, Eric Ebron... I don't know. Doesn't Hilton have something going on, too? Hilton's hurt somehow, God, too. Really Marlon Mack was just unimpressive. I, I haven't heard anything out of Niam Hines this year. Yeah. He had a few good games last year, you know, in PPR leagues for running backs. I don't even know All if I can endorse news, him this week. And yet they're still hanging around in football games because I, I believe Brissett's better than what people oh, give him credit he's for. he's definitely better than what so people are saying this year. If he, I don't know, they they already ruled him out for this week. I don't even know what the injury was exactly. Uh, I don't know that they've uh, officially said what it was yet. Okay. Well, either way, if he plays, they have a good chance. Yeah, of If course. he doesn't, I don't like Brian Hoyer at all, <laughs> so I don't think it's going to work out. Uh, and on the other side of the ball, um, Preston Williams, done for the year. Man, he couldn't even have been done for the year like last week because mm-hmm. <laughs> then I wouldn't have had him score 20-some points on me and I maybe would not have lost this last week. Ryan Fitzpatrick was making Preston Williams way better than it, he probably I'm, I'm was. telling you this. I said that Parker was going to have a great day, and he had a pretty decent day anyway. 
But I said he was going to have a great day because I was expecting him to be on our backup cornerback. Right. Well, it was Preston Williams most of the game. Oh, that's why. That's why he had a great game. If only you knew that yeah, before I don't know the how game they, yeah. started. Yep. Uh, but then you've got Mark Walton, uh, four-game suspension for PEDs. So yep. that leaves them with Kalen Balazs and who? <laughs> it's just Kalen Balazs. That guy oh, is man. so untalented. But I, I almost could start him this week because I have nothing else. <laughs> nothing else. But I probably don't want to do that. What's the what's his ceiling? Ten, <laughs> ten points is his ceiling, right? That's his ceiling. In a game like this, I, I could see his ceiling be... 12 to 15 points if he Man. gets a touchdown. But then, obviously, his floor is like zero. Right. So it's uh, It can't be zero. If he's the guy running the ball It could time, be negative if he just gets <laughs> one carry and fumbles. That could be true. I, I want to see what Bellage's stats are. Oh, well, that might be easier for me. I've got it right here. He's got 28 points on the year. Mm-hmm. He has a two, a three, a three, a point seven, two six point sevens in a row, a two point nine and a one point nine since getting rid of Kenyon Drake, mm-hmm. and that's it. I but mean, now, he, but he now he's the seven starter. carries last week. Now he's the starter. Yeah, four <laughs> catches for forty yards on the year. He does have two touchdowns. So I mean, there it is. Yeah, there's your. That's it. That's the only thing. He can they punch get. It in. They get close to the goal line. Who are they playing again? Playing oh, the Colts, the Colts, that's right. So, meh. Mm. It is what it is. It's like a middle-of-the-road defense. Right. So, All right. Uh, this could be a very, very good game, and I would like to watch this game okay. in its entirety. Spill it. Panthers at Packers. Oh, wow. I mean, this Packers got to have an answer. They have to have an answer for Christian McCaffrey because if they don't, they will not win this game. No, they will not. They will not win this game if Christian McCaffrey can run the ball over them. Kyle Allen has only made mistakes against the 49ers. That's and true. everybody has made mistakes against the 49ers that's this year. That's why they're the only undefeated team left. Yeah, that's true. And Carolina's not that bad without Cam Newton. DJ Moore is a solid wide receiver one. He just hasn't been scoring touchdowns. The Packers' defense has not been what it was the first three weeks of the season. No. And so... Their run defense, not good. And their pass defense is getting worse and worse every single week, it seems like. But, I, 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 I mean, obviously the Packers have just as many, just as much a chance as they ever have because sure. Aaron Rodgers can do anything. He's a he guy can. fantastic. Great quarterback. But I think, honestly, I think Christian McCaffrey is a better running back than Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback. At this I, point, I'm sorry, that's just, that, that's the truth. I don't care. You can't argue it to me. No. And I'm looking at DJ Moore's stats right now. He's wide receiver 22. So he is a wide receiver two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're starting him every week. That's not a question. Yeah. Now we'll look at the other wide receiver who's actually, at this particular moment, wide receiver 27. So he is on the cusp of being a wide receiver two, Curtis right. Samuel. Yeah, he's been good. He has been a little less consistent. He's been good. But he has actually been startable yeah. pretty much all year long. That's the guy, That's the Curtis Samuel I wanted when I drafted him. In right, three, exactly. Three years ago, whatever it was. 
And then I lost hope and lost yes, faith. And then now, of course, I lost hope and faith, and here he is. And here he is. So let's talk about some of the other guys in these games. Mm-hmm. There is no other running back for the Panthers. Yeah. I don't that, care what bad. you think. Christian McCaffrey would have to get hurt. Yes, and that be is out. what happens. That's the only way. You're already starting DJ Moore. You're yep. already starting Curtis Samuel. Yep. There's not much left on the Panthers to help you through your bye weeks this week. Nope, that's about it. Green Bay? You got some options. There's some options yeah. there. Although after the goose egg out of Scantling this week, it was you're still, uh, it's you're still, still a very probably going to have start. to start. Yep. Jamal Williams. Start if you him. haven't been starting him, mm-hmm. he is definitely worth a start during mm-hmm. the bye weeks. Oh, 100%. Now, 100%. I didn't need him and I didn't play him in the one league where I have both Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams this week, mm-hmm. but I'll probably be starting him this week. Yeah, you, you will. No Guaranteed. reason not to. Jimmy Graham is actually a tight end one right now. Very, very startable. So I was trying to trade him. I was trying to get get. I was trying to get him from your dad in the flag league, but your oh, dad doesn't look at the trades. Yeah, I know. So I, know. I went in a different direction. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's. I mean, pretty much anybody on Green Bay, except for maybe Alan Lazard or Lazard, however you pronounce his last. I think name. it's uh La- Lazard. I think it Lazard. is Lazard. Yeah. He had that one good game, and everybody rushed to pick him up. <laughs> like, oh, he's going to be the guy. Mm-hmm. Well, with Devontae Adams yeah, back. He's pretty he's, much obsolete now. He's pretty much, yeah, obsolete. Uh, three more games we need to get through. The Rams at the Steelers. Mm. There's a lot of running backs in yeah. the Rams that, I mean, Gurley's back off a of bye week. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he's going to be okay for us. I could see you spot starting Malcolm Brown. I mean, he gets a touchdown here and there. And nah. if, you, if you need, if you're in a two running back league, you might have to put him in. That, to me, I yeah, that's <laughs> fine. I'll, I'll I'll concede that to I'll you. I'll allow it. <laughs> loud. Uh, let Let's see what we've got here uh, between Gurley and Malcolm Brown. Right now, Malcolm Brown. Is only running back 69. (laughs) Uh, Since week one, he has done almost nothing. Yeah. But it's not like Gurley has been, you know, lighting the world on fire. No, he hasn't. But I just, I think that if he's healthy, he's out there. Uh, Right now, Todd Gurley is running back 25. He has one missed game. Yeah. And then the bye week this Mm -hmm. last week. So... 100 points in, what is it, seven games? That's not terrible for a normal fantasy player. Yeah. But a guy that you used to take overall at number one. Yeah, it's completely a different. A yeah. bit of a disappointment. Mm-hmm. But he only has 92 touches on the year at this point. Yeah. They need Maybe to do... they were saving him up for That's possible. the end of the year. I mean, you're starting him no matter what. Of course. Anyway, but yeah. That would so, be nice to watch. I mean, see uh, a little bit of health yes. at the later part of the season. Now... Just got a notification earlier. Brandon Cooks is without a timetable for his return. Okay. So, obviously, Cooper Cup yes, is your guy. Huge, huge. Robert Woods is going to be in your lineup. He's in your lineup. And maybe a guy like Josh Reynolds or it's Gerald it, we'll Everett see. will sneak your way. Gerald Everett, I could see that. 100%, actually. That's a good one. And on the other end of that is the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I never know what to expect out of these guys anymore. You know, I I almost stay away from all Steelers. It's crazy. Jalen Samuels, what did he do this last week? 
Uh, I, I don't even pay attention to Steelers. I don't even care anymore. Yeah. Like, well, it's just it's so crazy. He had uh, 13 catches this last week. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. He had eight carries for 10 yards and a fumble, but then he had 13 catches for 73 yards and was well worth your oh, time. Sure, it's well worth it. But, I mean, the rest of the team, let's think about Juju. Juju had that great game two yeah. weeks ago now, and then he got me like four points this week. I finally <laughs> stuck him in the lineup yeah. after like seven, eight weeks, and he goes right back down. And then you've down. got uh, um, James Conner. I mean, you're starting him. You have to start him this week. You have to. If he's healthy. Yeah. It is what it is right now. You have to have a running back on a bye week 10. I believe he's healthy. I don't think he's hurt. Well, he he? didn't play this last week. I'm saying I think he's healthy enough to play this week. I haven't heard anything about his availability. I swear I saw something earlier. But either way, if he's healthy, you're playing him. You have to. Of course. I just don't see anybody else on that team. Did you hear Anybody who else? the Steelers did inquire about before the trade deadline? Oh, yes. Le'Veon uh, Bell. Yes, I heard all about it. <laughs> I just it. don't understand that. Like, Go get out of here. Makes no sense. Wait, you want to come back? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Connor's not doing what we wanted him to do. Uh, but we kind of uh, need a, a better running back. And uh, let's go to the Sunday night game. Where there is a couple of guys that could be worth some spot starts here, especially for you. <laughs> Minnesota at Dallas. Mm-hmm. So, old BC Johnson is on the table this 100% week. 100% probably starting him. And Alexander Madison. If you have him, he's a good play. He could he's be a good, good play. play. Uh, I know it's against the Cowboys, but we don't know what to expect out of the Cowboys. They lose to the Jets, and then they <laughs> beat a good team, and then they lose to another bad. Yeah. It's, it's just it's so weird. Um, so Michael Gallup still going to be in your lineup. Jason Witten, yes. I mean, I guess maybe a sponsor. Kyle Rudolph has finally shown yep. his face in the National Football League. And with Thielen most likely 100% out. That I, I have to imagine that Rudolph's going to have a good. Yeah. What was that? What was that injury? Hamstring. Uh, hamstring. People, if you haven't gotten the hint, hamstrings <laughs> are the worst injury in the National Football League. It's not because you can't recover from it quickly. It's because you might not recover from it in the timetable <laughs> that you should, and you may re-injure it, and it will linger and linger and linger, and you hate it when it comes to fantasy football. Yes. I will say it. That is the last time I will okay. say it about hamstrings. Remember, hamstrings. <laughs> hamstrings. So Kyle Rudolph, through the first five weeks of the year, had like eight targets. Mm-hmm. That's just terrible. Then six, seven, eight, nine. He now has seventeen targets in those four games. So he's being targeted just over four times a game. Not a lot, but enough. And he's catching most of those balls. Yeah, it's startable. So what now he has got. Yeah, <laughs> and he has two touchdowns in those four games. So he's finally coming back into relevance. He is a startable tight end. Yes, and I believe the Cowboys are not that great against tight ends. So he could be a that's a good start. Better that's a play good this spot week. Start, no doubt. Um, Randall Cobb, maybe oh, as a third boy. wide receiver. There, I mean, if you have to, I don't <laughs> like that. To. I don't like it though. Devon Austin. <laughs> uh, no, didn't no. like that one. No, no. Laquan Treadwell, definitely not. <laughs> My gosh, that guy's a loser. Uh, Chad Beebe. 
I would love it. If <laughs> you he would, was, yeah, man. that would be great. Uh, no, and you're probably firing up cousins after his yeah. last, you know, month and a half or so. Obviously, playing Dak and Zeke. I don't know. I don't think you can start Tony Pollard unless you have absolutely nothing. You don't want to drop him because if Zeke goes down, he's worth a start every week after that. Yes. So that's about it from that game. And then the Monday night game is going to be a good one. Dun, 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 dun. Seahawks at the 49ers. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's not good for me this week. <laughs> If the 49ers yeah. can hold Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett down, you, I am screwed. You. Thankfully, I'm playing a really bad team in the flag league oh, this coming lucky. week. Yeah. But I already I have some bye week issues. Maybe you, I have some injury issues. Maybe you just consider Jameis Winston as your starter this week. Ooh, I'm going to have to consider it, aren't mm-hmm. I? He's playing it's, against it's, Arizona. That's why you have to consider I can't it. not play Tyler Lockett. You have to play. No question. No. Now, to say that you're not going to start Russell Wilson is stupid. <laughs> it seems really dumb. You have to start him. I don't you're going to just put that poll out there. Where do I play sports. Kyle Allen against the Packers? <laughs> <laughs> I do have options. Fine. Yeah. I had no options early in yeah, the year. Yeah, you didn't. I had Cam Newton. I was able to get Kyle Allen. And then they still had the same bye week as Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. So then what did I do? Oh, that's when I traded for Russell Wilson. And he had a not good week the week I traded for him. And then he blew up now last week. So he'll be fine. But I will probably consider Jameis Winston in the upcoming week. Yeah. Hopefully it won't matter who I play and I can still get the victory whoever I roll out. But it's not necessarily true. Uh, I just want to clarify the thing I saw in James Conner. It says they will not rule him out oh, they for will week not rule 10. Him out that yet. is what I saw, and I thought I saw something like likely to be back or something stupid in my head. My brain gotcha. went weird. All right. Well, that is about going to do it. Uh, if you have any questions with this by Mageddon, please run it by us <laughs> at Fantasy Fuel on Twitter or Facebook.com slash Fantasy Fuel. We're willing to hold your hand this week and pray for you because <laughs> – there's a lot of wins that are needed to get to the fantasy playoffs, and this is going to be a tough win this week. Oh, yes, it is. But uh, that is about going to wrap it up for us. Uh, we went eh, a little long, not too bad. But it's, that's pretty, okay. it's pretty normal for that's us. It's pretty normal for us anymore. But, yeah, um, we already told you Twitter and Facebook. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to us and you're not watching us on Twitch, please go to twitch.tv slash fantasyfuel and give us a follow. We'd be much, much appreciated. And anywhere you're able to give a review, please give us a little review. It does really help us out. Get a little bit more noticed. And we do appreciate that very much. Yeah, iTunes, Podchaser, Google Podcast, all that good stuff. Um, I guess all I can say at this point is Good luck and Godspeed <laughs> in the coming weeks, especially yes. to you. Oh, man, You're going to need, need some luck mm-hmm. to win this week. And I, I have Andrew luck. <sighs> that is not the kind of luck we're looking for. <laughs> and on that note, don't forget to stay fueled up this fantasy season.